ministry. Perhaps tomorrow, if they are here, I would have them share a song with you. But today we would go ahead. <laughs> um, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word was in the beginning with God, and all things were made by Him, and without Him nothing has been made that was made. In him the word was the life, and the life of the word is the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has no power of comprehension yet to overcome the word. The base scripture that I understand for this convention is taken from Luke and chapter 11. So I'll go back there to Luke chapter 11 and from the verse 27 and 28 we'll take those two. And it happened as he spoke these things I want you to underline that as he spoke these things. For he had been speaking many things from chapter 10. Different things all through. As he spoke these things, a certain woman from among the crowd raised her voice and said to him, Blessed is the womb that bore you. And blessed are the breasts that gave you milk to suck upon when you were a baby and nursed you. Is it in order to have somebody great and a mother being proud, I conceived this one and I had this one on my lap. I wiped this one. I saw this one grow up and run up and down and all of that. And when she had said this, Jesus responded and said, But he said, On the contrary, blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and keep it or practice it or obey it. So Jesus the Son of God, Jesus, the Word of God, the personification of the Word of God, the mind of God, the thoughts of God, the manifestation of the glory of God in the earth. When he was speaking, comes to this point and says, you have said a good thing. You have valued some things correctly. But... From the estimation of heaven, there is something more valuable than that. Something more excellent than that. 
something that carries greater blessing of fulfillment, of joy, and of accomplishment than that. And he says it is those who want hear the word of God. So people of God, can you say, I am blessed hearing the word of God? For simply hearing, I am blessed. And when I do it, there is a blessing. Look, let's jump. Let's go back to Revelations. I'll show you. Revelations chapter 1, verse 2 and 3. What is there? Go to verse 3, please. It says what? Blessed is he who does what? And those who... And those who... Hello. This is God's declaration. When you read, he says there is a blessing. When you hear, he says there is a blessing. And when you keep, there is a blessing. In increasing fashion. So it's no waste of time when you come to service. And you sit under the preaching and the teaching of the word of God. Your package of blessing is guaranteed. The automatic question becomes, what then is it that God calls blessing? What is his intention when he says blessed are those who read? What is his intention when he says blessed are those who hear? What does he package into the word bless. Look at Genesis chapter 1 and verse 28. Or, you know, better still take 27 and 28. It says what? So God created what? Man. In his own. In the image of God created he. Male and female created he. Hold on. How many ladies are here? Wave at me. Okay. How many gentlemen are here? Say yeah. Men, I have news for you. I have news for you. Scripture says, your woman, your daughter, your mother, your sister, your niece, and every one of those ladies in your life were also created in the image and the likeness of God. There is nothing less. You didn't hear me. Woman, I'm speaking something to you. Look at the verse 27. It says, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female, created he them. Woman, everything of God is fashioned in you. So you are not less, neither are you more. You are as God would have you be. And you are exactly the expression of God to your generation. And when he had created the male and female, he did what? He blessed them. When it comes to God and blessing, 
I humbly submit to you that we are yet to scratch God's intention of blessing. We are yet to scratch it. However, with what we have learned so far, let us go on. So coming back to Luke, Jesus said, it is better still, rather, those who hear the word and those who keep the word are blessed. So immediately, he begins to put his mother in a certain category. The mother of Jesus. The womb in which he lay. The instrument that God used to bring Jesus. Give him a body to live in, in the earth. He says, no, don't get it wrong. As great as that is, there is something better still. It gives me a lot of excitement because... If this is what Jesus is saying, it becomes a great motivation to want to guzzle in the word of God some more, to want to obey the word of God some more. Please think about it. Let us have a small conversation about it. Only recently, the first black man, albeit Mixed race. Also, for this is one of the interesting things. The man or the woman can have 80% white blood and 20% black blood. You'll be called black. Hello. In fact, if your genealogy it's only 10%. You'll be called black. Then black must be very powerful. You get the picture? Ah! Because if all of the 100%, only 10%, and you are described as black, oh, then black is powerful. So don't waste your energy arguing with people. Only recently, the, the mother white, father black, became president. Do you know what was going on? Everybody was looking, who is the mother? And, and who is the grandmother? Mother, grandmother became big issue. Now Jesus, the son of God, and a woman in the crowd, having heard what Jesus said about demons going out of people, Having heard what Jesus said about kingdoms standing in unity or being divided. Having heard what Jesus said about prayer. When it comes to prayer, pray in this fashion. He had been preaching all of these things. And she wondered and said, wow. As a woman, genuinely, she appreciated the mother who gave birth to her. By this time, I believe Jesus' this mother was in the crowd, following his son, her son around. And she could not help it. She simply could not help it. She says, oh, 
Blessed is the womb that carried you. Oh, bless that woman. Bless that womb. For the wondrous things that he was doing, he says, bless that womb. And then, he says, and the breast that gave you suck. And today, look at you, standing, majestic, full of wisdom, full of power, declaring the purposes of God. Where is that woman? Where is that mother? You ought to be thankful and proud for your son. But the son said, no, no, but rather, rather, blessed are those who keep the word, who hear the word. So why would Jesus elevate the word and the hearing of the word and the keeping of the word so highly? Because in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God and all things were made By him. And without him, nothing was made that has been made. The word. If we line up with the word and obey the word from ancient times, we check into heavenly divine power like never before. And he says, in him the word was life. And the life of the word is the light of men and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has no power over it this evening I trust God to bring us to the place where we can appreciate the issue of obedience that leads into blessing in some three basic areas. I will not try to rush. One, how God is speaking today. How God intends to speak. Two, That obedience is God's weapon against the kingdom of darkness. And three, obedience is synonymous with fulfilling the will of God. Hello? Are we getting this? So when we understand that the issue is not a mere case of certain rules that we follow, but it is a kind of a dynamic of relationship. And what is deeply embedded therein, it will change our disposition towards hearing and obeying. And would automatically usher us into the zone of blessing. So I pray God, as we discuss tonight, 
As you hear the word of God tonight, this is one of the things God has graced me with. As I speak the word, healings take place without my laying on of hands. Deliverances take place and transformations take place. I pray God that would happen to you. You don't have to wait to step up forward. You can receive your healing right where you are. You can receive your transformation right where you are. You can be checked into your blessing right where you are. It is a grace that is upon my life. I have come to acknowledge it. Some years ago, I also desired. So when I finish speaking, then now, let me pray for you. That is somebody else's grace. Mine is different. Amen. There is one testimony that comes to mind right now. The lady sat in a Thursday teaching service. And as she sat listening, that day I was sharing about characteristics of the Word of God. Now the Word of God creates. Would create whatever God wants it to create. Or uncreates. Things that are present that should not be there. And the word of God is life. After sharing on five characteristics for an hour and a half, she sat back and was listening. And as she sat there, she said to herself, If this is what the word is, then I, who for 15 years have not been able to conceive, I can conceive. And she sat back there. She did not come up to be prayed for. She just sat down. And this was what she said to If this is the word of God, then I can conceive. She had a son, 15 years old. And after that son, not even a drift of conception. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Two months later, she comes up. I have a testimony. Two months ago, this is what happened. That is how come I remember it. And now, I am pregnant. I said, hey. She gave birth to that, that boy. A year and a half later, bam, number two. I said, uh-huh. As I speak to you right now, the last one is approaching 15 years. And they are both All of them are out of the country. They've traveled. The nature of the word of God and the need for us to appreciate it and therefore obey changes everything about us. Can I go further? Listen, people of God. What plunged humanity into our bondages is precisely because The word of God was set aside. And for us to get it right, we have to set ourselves back into the deep flow of the word of God. And I pray God 
that as you begin to drink in of the water of the word, and you begin to allow the word to wash over you as rain and shine upon you as light, your life will be deeply transformed. And you can begin to sniff your blessing 10 miles away, 10 years away. You would know with a certainty that I am guaranteed my blessing. Because in the word, in the word, everything is fulfilled. Everything. Everything. What a gift that God has given to us. What a gift. What a gift. So, in the beginning was the word... This word in the Greek is the word logos. I'm sure that has been spoken about many times here. The logos also implies the mind of God. It also implies the counsel of God. It implies the business of God. Whether spoken or unspoken intended, known or unknown. And all of this mind of God wrapped up in a person. The person of the Word. The person of Jesus Christ. If we say we love Him, then the automatic thing must be that we begin to fellowship with that word, that mind of God, that business of God. So when God said, let us make man in our image, people of God, the image of God is the person of Jesus Christ. Osafu, can I go down? <laughs> the last time I was here, I was down here. So now I, I, I feel so far away. <laughs> I simply want to have a conversation. According to Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1, 2, and 3, it says, God, who at various times and in various ways spoke to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his Son. In these last days, God is speaking by his son. His son is the word of God. His son is the life of God. His son is the glory of God. His son is the ray of light coming from the Father into the earth. His son is the seed of the kingdom in your heart. His son. 
He is in these last days speaking by his son. Therefore, disobedience begins to become a rejection of his son and the expression of his son through you. So Paul writes in Galatians in chapter 2 and he says, the life that I now live in this body, it is no longer mine, but an expression of the person of the word that is within me, flowing out of me. Your obedience is agreeing with that expression of God within you. So going back to Hebrews, it said, has in these last days spoken to us, by his son. Who is what? He has appointed heir of what? All things. I want you to circle that word heir. Because what he is, we have now become. People, are you listening? It is tied in with your blessings. Blessing is connected with your inheritance. You are not getting it. Minketriana. Misremu. Na wuwo eja. Ah, awonium pa eshishehoa. Wu chain. Na sebi sebi sebi. Okoni onyani baby koa. Na waja wo de ben eja pa adie. Na yen radin yan kupon de onyan wuye. Wo wuye ba kupe na se se wanyani asore ena ejapa adieno onu di o wubi o mansana unsaka. Am I doing well? Terrific. So whom he has appointed what heir of all things, through whom also he made the worlds. Who? That's three. Being the brightness of his glory. All of us see some light we call the sun. But what we see is the light of the sun, not the sun. Hello? Are you getting it? What we see is the light emanating from the sun. But not the sun. Uh huh. Are you getting the picture? He says he is the brightness of his glory. So, Jesus is the light coming from God. Hello, 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 hello. He is the light coming from God. He himself we cannot see. For when you look into a bright light, you look, you cannot see the bulb behind. You see a brightness coming from the bulb. He says he is the brightness of his glory. The express image. And that word image, the express, is the express character of his person. The same way, Sabi, all of you are wearing shoes. Hmm? Every shoe has a marking that shows who made it. Your bag shows who made it. That print of character 
of ownership. Jesus is God's print of character. God has printed himself upon the person of Jesus. He is the express image of his person. And what? Upholding all things by the word of his power. When we line up in obedience with this person, everything that he has, we have. Everything he allots to us is ours. In these last days, he is speaking to us by his son. Is there anyone here who has not received Jesus Christ, the creator of the world, as Lord and personal Savior? Is there anyone here? All right, I'll ask the question the other way. Has everyone here received Jesus? Raise up your hand. Everyone here has received Jesus as Lord and personal Savior. Then I have news for you. God, in these last days, is speaking to the world by the Son who is in you. Are you getting the picture now? So God wants to express himself through you by the Christ Jesus. In you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when that is the case, you see how horrible disobedience becomes. And at the same time, you see how easy obedience can become. Because there is no one here who does not want to partner with Jesus Christ. Is there? No. Everybody wants to partner with Jesus Christ. So Jesus himself, this is what he said about himself. Psalm 40, verse 5 through 8. That's a prophecy. Which you have done, and your thoughts towards us cannot be counted to you in order. People, the kind of thoughts God has towards us, we cannot number it. If you are seated here, and for some reason, you feel you have gone through challenges, you feel things are not going well, I announce to you, God's good thoughts about you, you can't number it. So don't let the situation deceive you. I feel like telling some people now, when you are going through difficult times and stormy times, watch who you listen to. When you are going through stormy times and challenging times, watch what you say with your mouth. For the things you say with your mouth will determine where you arrive at finally. So be careful. What you say who you listen to, what you look at. Be careful. They are more than can be numbered. Verse 6. Sacrifices and offerings you did not desire. My ears have you opened. Burnt offerings 
and sin offerings you did not require. Then I said, Behold, I come in the scroll of the book or in the volume of the book. It is written of me, What? I delight to do your will, O my God, and your law is within my heart. People, are we getting this? The kingdom technology by which we are to live was modeled by Jesus Christ. So he comes with the will of God, with the law of God within him. And I will show you something else, my brethren. I know I am being a bit eclectic, but we have to go that way for now. In John chapter 1, you don't have to turn there. In John chapter 1, from the verse 12, he says, But as many as received him, to them gave he the right to become sons of God children of God, even to them who believed on his name. Then he says, which were born, not of blood, nor of the will of man, nor of the will of the flesh, but they are born of God. If you have been born in your spirit of God, who are you? Uh -uh. You have to know who you are. You have to know who you are. Born of God. So who are you? Of God. Listen. Therefore, if you are of God, what should be your nature? Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you, Mother God. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so very much. I appreciate it. All right. I appreciate it. <laughs> People like this thing. So he says, which are born of God. Then he says, and he came into the world. We beheld. Huh? The word became what? The word became what? Literally, the word put on us a body. He put on flesh and blood like a house. This, Osafu, is the principal pattern of the kingdom. Every word spoken from heaven must find residence in an earthly house. Are you getting it? Every word that heaven releases must find a home in somebody's life and give it expression. That is your obedience. So whatever God intends, when he speaks it and you embrace it, what God means to fulfill by it in your obedience, you carry it out. What God means to be the benefit in your obedience, you harvest the benefit, your blessing. So Jesus gave us the pattern. And if you think I'm talking only about Jesus, I will show you something very soon. So the word became flesh. Other versions will say was tabernacled in flesh and dwelt amongst us. 
And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. When you jump to verse 19 of the same chapter, look at the testimony. And he says, and this is the testimony of John. Do you have testimonies in your life? Do you have testimonies in your life? This is the testimony of John. That when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, who are you? Who are you? He confessed. He did not deny, but confessed. I am not the Christ. Why did he say, I am not the Christ? Because they were doing some things that made him look like the Christ. They were beginning to say, is this the Christ? There was something about John that made him feel and look like Christ. He says, I am not the Christ. And they said, what then? Are you Elijah? He says, I am not. Are you the prophet? He says, no. And then they said, so then, who are you? Give us an answer that we may give to those who sent us. What do you say of yourself? This is John the Baptist. John the Baptist. Please keep in mind that we are talking about the fact that God in these last days is speaking to us by his son, the person of the word. John the Baptist, he says, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord. And he says what? As the prophet Isaiah has said, how can a man who is living 450 years later claim to be the word of prophecy? When Isaiah prophesied 450 years earlier, where was John's parents? Where was Zachariah? Where was Elizabeth? But the word of God spoken from heaven, released in the earth through prophet Isaiah. In Isaiah chapter 40, verse 3, 4, 5, you find it there. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord. It was floating. It was recorded, but spiritually it was floating. The word was waiting for a vessel to give it expression. The grandparents of John did not know what the word said, that they were going to be instruments, but the word was at work. When he said, I love you, I love you, they didn't know what was happening, but the word was at work. They gave birth to Zachariah and they gave birth to Elizabeth. They met and they said, oh, will you be my husband? Will you be my wife? He said, yes, why not? And they were expecting children. But for years and decades, nothing happened. And they felt that, well, maybe we are cursed. They prayed every prayer they could pray. But the word was waiting for a season and for a time. Your time by the word is here. Waiting for a time. Then an angel comes down. Angel Gabriel. He says to Zachariah, Zachariah, your prayers have been heard. Oh, your prayers have been heard. But for years, nothing is happening. So now you ask yourself, the first prayer, was it heard? The answer is yes. The prayer of two years, was it heard? The answer is yes. The prayer of 15 years, had it been heard? The answer is yes. 
Where is the answer? We have not seen it, but the prayer has been heard. Says your prayers have been heard. And Bible says, before God, they were devout and without blame. Without blame. Without blame. Some of the time we begin to think it is something we have done. No, 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 no. It may be, but I am here to encourage you. Whatever your situation may have been, pick up your head. Begin to look forward. Follow the word and keep following the word. You trip and fall. Get up and continue walking on. Don't look at your failure. Look at your destiny. Look at your destiny. The more you look at your destiny the easier it is to walk without falling. The more you look at your failure, the more you get trapped and bound at the point where you failed. And all of that, the angel said, you have a son. You have a son. And you call his name John. He says, oh, my wife is too old. Eh? She's old. Now nothing is happening. So there can be no child. The angel said, you, you are not accepting and believing the word of God. So you will not speak anything negative. So I take away your power of speech. Hello. Some of us, we hear a word of God and we begin to speak negative. We are talking about obedience into blessing. He gave him a word from the throne of God. He says, how is this going to be? He says, because of this, you will not talk. The child will be conceived, but you will not speak until the child is born. I don't want you to say anything contrary to the purpose of God. I don't want you to say anything contrary to the ways of God. You will be silenced. Everybody says, <laughs> you get the point. The same angel went to Mary. Soon, John the Baptist is conceived. After he had been conceived, he's growing as a little boy. He's teaching him. And every time he makes him memorize scripture, he has to memorize the five books of Moses in those times, the son of a priest. By the time you are age 13, you should have guzzled and memorized a lot of scripture. By 13, you are considered a man ready to marry. But it is after you've passed the test. And you can quote and quote and quote and quote copious volumes of scripture. Every time John got to Isaiah and he read chapter 40 and he got to that place, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, then his spirit will begin to stir. He says, why is it that every time I read this scripture, something begins to happen? He became a fancy man. He said, Bribriam. Something is doing me. 
Every time he read that scripture, his spirit will stir. Every time he read that scripture, his spirit will stir. Some unseen power of God that he was now learning would always latch him onto that scripture. Till he came to the point he realized, I am this person. I am this person. And he held on to that scripture. When they asked him, who are you? He said, I am the manifestation of a prophetic word spoken 450 years ago. So I am fulfilling that word in obedience. So obedience is a heavenly technology to bring about the fulfillment or divine mandate divine will, divine purpose. It is not just a case of obeying don't do, don't do, don't do, don't do. No! It's much, much, much more than that. It's a dangerous weapon against the kingdom of darkness. That was his answer. I am the voice. A man says, I am a voice. He didn't say, I am John the Baptist. He didn't say, my father is Zacharias. He didn't say, my mother is uh, Elizabeth, who could not give birth. I am a miracle baby. He says, no. None of those things mattered. What mattered was that he had come to recognize that there is a word spoken from heaven that now has found residence in my spirit. I am the fulfillment of that word. I carry that word. I obey that word. I fulfill that word. May you find your word. And may you fulfill it. And when you are functioning by that word, you become an invincible force to the power of darkness. You know why? Because according to Isaiah 55, he says, just as the rain comes down from heaven and the snow and waters the earth and does not return hither, but fulfills everything that God intended, you will also fulfill every word that God has spoken. So you are not an ordinary person. The more you embrace the word of God, the more you become invincible, the more heaven resides in you. Look, according to John chapter 14, you would find where he says, He who loves me keeps my commandment. And he says, And when you keep my commandment, I and the Father will come to you and make our home with you. So the one who is obeying is not an ordinary person walking. You are a dangerous container of heaven walking in the earth. Hey! So my brother, my sister, please, change your mentality about obedience. Change your view. About who you are. God, in these last days, has spoken by His Son. So His Son, as a drop of a word here, His Son, as a drop of the word here, His Son, as a drop of a word here. So when we manifest that drop of light 
we dispel a darkness. So you are an instrument of God. The more you embrace his word, the more you embrace his word, the more you manifest his person. The more, so Jesus said, you are light and you are salt. Light works and it is visible from far. Salt is quiet and works from inside. Whether close or from far, you carry influence. So learn to agree with. Oh no. It's already 817. I, I am sorry. We will close. <laughs> Honestly, I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, so we would close. Take, take the. <laughs> oh boy. Please take these few things, and I'll sit down. Obedience is your act of submission to the purpose of God. Your act of submission to the purpose of God. Obedience is your recognition of God's authority in your life. Obedience is your act of partnership with heaven. In John 5:17 to about 19, he says, "I can do nothing except what I see the Father do." That is an act of partnership. He does it, I represent him. He does it, you represent him. Four. It is the technology for divine function. Your obedience is the technology for divine function. Right now, here we are. What are the platforms on which this is, is being uh, shared? Facebook, and what else? YouTube, oh yeah? Hey, then I have to be careful. And, and, what, and what else? <laughs> and, and what else? Is there gram and what, what else? So, okay, so by that technology, are you getting the point? By that technology, you can transport this service into a distant land. In a similar way, the technology of God to bring the purpose, the kingdom, and the activity of the kingdom to your locality is your obedience. Hallelujah! Are you getting the point? So for tonight, 
I will bring the service to a close. With this song, that if this is what God is doing, then your salvation is more than just a case of going to heaven. You understand? It's much, much more. You become a heavenly choice instrument for heavenly expression in the earth. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. I'm an heir of salvation. I'm purchased of God. Born of His Spirit. Washed in His blood. This is my story. This is my story. Yes, this is my song. Oh, raising my Savior, oh, this is my story, yeah, this is my song, raising my Savior. Our story. This is my story to be an expression of His word. The technology of God against the kingdom of darkness. You are an ancient word. you may gladly embrace the word and willingly do it. Blessed assurance. Blessed assurance. Jesus, the word is yours. Washed in his blood. 